This is the Travel Writer Show on J-Air 88 FM in Melbourne. Hello and welcome to Travel Writers Radio. You're tuned to J-Air in Melbourne at 88 FM and we're here until 7pm. What a thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Graham Kemlo, and my co-host tonight, again, is Rita Ehrlich. Hi, Rita. Hi, Graham. Hello, listeners. Now, as we speak... The latest climate change summit, COP27, is happening in Egypt. For the first time, the African continent is hosting the event. Unfortunately, China and India, the world's biggest greenhouse gas emitters, sent delegations, but neither of their leaders is fronting up. Many of the smaller nations who are or who will soon be dramatically affected by climate change are calling for those there to bear some accountability. Those countries who a few years ago promised $100 million, have only coughed up 10% so far. So while we can't be among the 30,000 attendees at Sharm el-Sheikh, we are still interested in the outcome, especially as travel and tourism are key elements. However, this week, our award-winning sustainability professional, Keely Warren, has a story about flying green, and that potentially affects all of us who travel locally or internationally. And this week I wrote about an initiative by Phillip Island, a popular holiday destination one hour southeast of Melbourne that swells from 40,000 residents at times during the year to 2.5 million visitors. For example, when they host the MotoGP, as they did recently, that motorcycle race brings a lot of visitors. But the popular little penguins are also stars of this destination, and so... They attract their fair share, more than 700,000 visitors, just to see them wander up the beach at night. The local tourism body, Destination Phillip Island, is among the first to commence a project they call Regen Phillip Island. And they're moving from merely offering sustainable tourism to regenerative tourism. They define Regen as, quote, adopting a purpose beyond profit, giving back more than we take, and leaving places better than we found them. More than a dozen local organisations have signed on to the concept and took part in a workshop to formulate their action plans to match their ambitious goal. Rita. I'm looking forward to that. And in other stories here on Travel Writers Radio tonight, our Bali correspondent, Suzanne Hart, considers the impact another world leaders' meeting might have on her home as preparations for the G20 summit at Nusa Dua are already impacting the Indonesian holiday island so loved by Aussies. With schools and workplaces shut down, road closures and tight security from both police and the military, now's not a great time to visit Bali, Suzanne says, but the good news is that the cruise ships are back. Our Sydney-based reporter Helen Hayes has an interesting interview with sailor Lisa Blair, who claimed the record this year for the fastest solo and unassisted circumnavigation of Antarctica – taking 102 days and beating the old record by 10 days. Adelaide-based team member Carolyn Chesinski has been in the Barossa Valley, famous as home of some of Australia's best wines. But she was there for the wine glass more than the wine, as she undertook a masterclass by Riedel, the glassware manufacturer founded in 1756. 
They make stemware specific to wine varieties, and Carolyn was amazed that she could taste the difference between a Shiraz poured into a Shiraz glass and the same wine poured into a different glass. An amazing experience, she reports, and I've done that, and it is an amazing experience. Well, I look forward to talking with you about my Vegemite glass experiment, Rita. I think you can ditch the Vegemite glass. It's it's all to do with the way the wine or the beverage, because the same is true for tea. Tea tastes different drunk from porcelain or from very fine china than it does from a mug. I'm open to be convinced, but I don't know if I can afford the whole range. No, no, no. no I don't do. think I don't think most people can afford the range. And for many, for most people, of course, the difference is quite subtle and not not worth the expense. But it is really interesting that you can that there are differences according to the the vessel you're drinking from. Right. Well, we'll we'll look forward to exploring that with uh, Carolyn uh, in the program today. In our long form interview this week. You might think that flour is, well, simply flour. But as Rita Ehrlich discovers in speaking with Miller Joe Carboni of Flour Viva, wheat comes in both classic and hybrid varieties along with rye, barley and other grains used to produce the staff of life. Rita's a bread maker, aren't you, Rita? I am, indeed I am. Her Instagram account can attest to that. So, of course, she was delighted to learn more about the flowers on offer in good old suburban Melbourne. So that's what's coming up now on Travel Writers Radio here on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.